Hello, family. How y'all doing today? Hope everything's all I love. Welcome back to my podcast, Spiritual Things. And today, I'm going to be discussing becoming spiritually aware. I have a few stages that I'm going to explain and talk about. Now, each one of these stages are in no particular order. And these stages are stages that I've noticed, that I've experienced. But, you know, everyone will experience maybe different stages of spiritual awakening as to as no human is the same. But I also feel like it's certain stages that everyone goes through. And here are a few that I believe. You know, everyone will have different experiences when they first become spiritually aware or woke, should I say. A lot of people know it by that term. But, you know, it's just some things that we all go through as a whole. We may experience them differently, but they are the same thing. So let's just take a moment before we jump into this podcast and let's center ourselves. Let's take a deep breath. Let your shoulders down. Let all that tension out. And just relax and enjoy this podcast. Okay, let's jump into it. The first thing that I noticed when I first became spiritually aware was that I was confused. I was genuinely confused. I knew something had changed. Everything still looked the same, but I did not feel the same. It was like something inside of me had been awakened, like I was being born again. Seemed as if I was looking with a fresh pair of eyes. Let me take it back a little bit before this happened. My life was crashing down. When I say everything was going wrong, everything. I remember having to move back into my mom's house for a while. Um, The house that I was staying in, I had issues with my furnace, you know, And I don't know what the landlord problem was at the time, but it was literally taking him way too long. And it was in November, it was in the middle of winter. And it was like that whole month, I had no heat. And you know what this guy told me? He told me like, oh, boil a pot of water on the stove and it should heat up the whole house. I'm looking like, dog, really? Or whatever. So I remember it was um, on Thanksgiving. I had went around some family or whatever, and I guess I looked like I had been going through it, which I was. So my mom's invited me to stay back at her house for a while. And I remember after that, I mean, right short after I went back to my mom's house, like three days later, I ended up losing my car. And that was real hard on me. It was hard having to rely on someone for, you know, almost everything when I was so used to being independent and used to doing for myself. So that hit hard. 
And I also had, I have, ain't no had, I still have. I have three children. You know, they went through it with me, but children could be some soldiers because we could be going through a storm and, and all they see is rainbows, you know, rainbows and sunshine. And it'd be the adults who be worry bugs, you know, law of attraction, which we'll get into in a later episode. You you know, you attract what you think about. Whatever you think about, you're going to attract it into reality. You think about worry, you're going to bring more worry. You think about happiness you know, you're going to attract more happiness. And I remember one night putting my kids to bed, which at the time wasn't actually a bed. We were sleeping on pallets because when I left my house and went to my mom's house, I didn't have no one to help me move all my stuff. I had a fully furnished house. Like, when I say fully furnished, whatever you could think of, I had it in there. I have nowhere to store it. I didn't ever think of a storage room, getting a storage room. I don't know why. That wasn't where my brain was at at the time. But I could have definitely had got a storage now that I think about it. And now I'm sitting here thinking about it. But I didn't. I ended up just leaving everything there. And all I had um with me was some clothes some shoes i remember i had this pot and pan set i had paid like 200 dollars for it so i'm like yeah this definitely coming because <laughs> i my plan was it, i wasn't gonna stay there for long not long at all i was going because i was still working so i was gonna hurry up and find me a spot because me and three children in one room at my parents house nah that didn't sit right with me at all so I was gonna you know get myself back on track but in the meantime in between time this where I was this where I was at at this point in my life so after um I put my kids to bed I remember I went into the bathroom and I just sat in the dark and I just started crying when I say crying y'all I mean crying like sobbing crying like I'm crying, snot coming out my nose, my eyes. I know my eyes were swelled up. I don't remember looking in the mirror. Maybe I did, but I don't remember how it looked after. I remember I was crying so hard. I don't know if anybody else went through this, but I was crying so hard that I had to stop crying because I couldn't breathe no more. I could not breathe, but I wanted to still cry, but I couldn't breathe. But I did continue to cry, though, but it was like a silent cry to where the tears would just roll down my eyes. Like, I remember that. You know, but, you know, when I stopped sobbing, crying, and just kind of tried to gather myself a little bit, I was still in the bathroom. I was still in the dark. I didn't want to turn no lights on. I don't want to see no light. I was still in the dark, and I was sitting on the floor or whatever. But it was like in that moment when I decided to get myself together, I felt a cool, tingling sensation all over my body. And when I finally came to and decided to, you know, open my eyes as I was trying to get myself together, I looked at my surroundings and it was like I was looking at my surroundings for the very first time. Like I really felt different. Like I felt different. Like, I had chills all over my body. And, like, it was just something that is kind of hard to explain. It's like, only someone who has had a similar experience probably could understand. But it was just 
it was like a real different experience everything seemed new for some reason like I had just seen all these things for the very first time and I had been there I seen all these things it was like I was experiencing them for the first time or whatever so that was the start the first stage for me was being genuinely confused like okay what's going on because when I walked into this bathroom my surroundings felt very familiar and now it's like okay where am I type situation like what's really going on like what is this thing with water in it type shit no (laughs) I knew it was a toilet but it was like I was seeing that toilet for the first time I was in that bathroom for the first time so I remember that stage that first stage for me was being confused like I was confused Okay, now the next stage, out of that confusion, the next stage came, which was the thirst for knowledge. Like, I needed to understand what was happening. Like, what's going on? What am I experiencing? And I just I just got like, okay, let me get my phone and let me start searching things up on Google. I can't even tell you what I searched up or what words I put in or how. Like, infinite knowledge is real. Ask and you shall receive. You know what I mean? Because I don't, it was like I was confused. I wanted to know more. And, you know, the higher source was sending me guidance to, you know, click here, click there, read this. You know what I mean? And as I was reading it, I was feeling it like, okay, yeah, this is what it is. This is what's happening. And I remember I had a notebook, I had a pencil, I was writing things down, I was taking notes, like I was really in like full-blown research mode. What is going on? Yeah, and I had I be, I began discovering different types of knowledge and information piece by piece. It was really like putting a puzzle together. You put one piece in, okay, let's move on to the next. And then after you get done, you got the whole bigger picture, you know? And like I said, I I couldn't tell you how I stumbled upon this information. It was like it was just coming to me. Yeah, And one thing that helped me out, excuse me, I had stumbled up on this self-love podcast for women. And the lady who did, I ain't going to say did, I say does because she still does the podcast. Um, it's called Selfish Bay Podcast or whatever by Onike. Um, she that podcast helped me like tremendously. It was like everything that I was going through, everything that I was went through. She had something to say about it. She had advice to give me. She like that was really like in the beginning stages of my journey. She was like basically there for me, like. I needed her (laughs) type situation, but that podcast helped me a lot. And after I had got all the information that I needed from that podcast, you know, I kind of moved on. I couldn't tell you what I moved on to, but I know that I did because I'm here where I'm at now. And I know way more now than I did then or whatever. So... That was the second stage for me was the thirst for knowledge. 
I just grabbed my phone and researched, researched, researched. I couldn't even tell you what I researched, like I said, because ask, sit there. If you sit there and you ask yourself a question, be prepared for the answers to come. You have to pay attention, though. You have to pay attention. The answers that you are seeking will come from other people. Say, for instance, you're thinking about something and somebody come up and, you know, without you saying anything, they say exactly what you needed to hear, what you were just pertaining to, what you were just thinking about. It could come through music. You ever heard a song that you weren't just hearing that song? You felt that mother, like you felt that song. Yes, yeah, a message in there for you. And another form that the most high, the universal power, whatever you believe in, who you know what I mean, speaks to you is going right into the third stage. The third thing I noticed was numbers. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Still to this day, every single day, I see number sequences. Lately, my number has been 1111, 333, 444, 222, 1222. Those have been my numbers. 88, those have been the numbers that I have been seeing almost every day on a regular basis. All those numbers mean something. Those numbers are there to help guide you through your journey that you're going through now at this particular stage in your life. As you progress and get the message down packed, those numbers might change into some different numbers or whatever. It's up to you to do the work, do, do the research and see what those numbers are about to decipher the meaning of them. And... You know, one way you can do it is you can Google the spiritual meaning of number 88, the spiritual meaning of number 1111. Read the package. Pick the one that jumps out to you. Click on it. Read it. Heed it. Gain the message from it. Apply the knowledge. Apply the knowledge that you learn. That's the whole point of the, 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 the universe, the, the most high, the higher power, the source sending you this information so you can apply what you learned to grow you know what i mean these numbers are referred to as angel numbers you know it's like i said it's one of the ways that the source speaks to you through these numbers i remember back um when i first started the first number that i started seeing every everywhere was 14. at first i'm like dang Every time I look at the clock, it has a 14 in it, 214, 114, 514. And then I would just go somewhere and I would just see 14 somewhere, 14. Or somebody would say something like, yeah, 14 of them. It was just the number 14 was that number for me at that time. I don't remember right now exactly what it means because... I haven't actually, you know what? I haven't seen that number since. I guess I learned my lesson and moves on because now I'm on to the 555 and 333s and 222s, which I see those numbers often because those numbers mean that you are about to, you know, experience a different stage in your life. You are awakening to more spiritual knowledge. You are awakening, you're going down a new path. So those numbers are some a few numbers that you might see quite often through your lifetime. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure 
this podcast is one of the reasons why I've been seeing those numbers because I was sitting here, I was thinking about like, okay, I want to do something more than just work. I want to do something that's going to help people That's and more than just the normal help that's going to touch people. I need to do something. This knowledge that I know, I need to spread it to other folks. How can I spread it? I thought of this podcast and I also thought of another, a couple other different ways that you know, sooner rather than later that I'm going to implement into these podcasts. So stay tuned. It's coming. I just, you know, the 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 the, the perfectionist in me want to make sure that everything is right. But I also know that there's no such thing as the perfect timing. The perfect timing is now. And that's one reason. Another reason why I'm going ahead and do these podcasts where I'm not even sure if I even be doing them right. But whatever i'm gonna do it anyway okay we just gonna uh go with the flow and see how it goes okay in these next two stages i am going to kind of tie together because i don't want to i don't want to necessarily say they came at the same time but if they was like right behind each other type situation like right behind each other now after i became spiritually aware it was like everyone that i knew you know when you experience something you want to tell somebody about it right you want to hey look yeah this what i this what i experienced and the experience for me it was like it was a good experience for me in the beginning like I ain't going to say, like, in the beginning, like, it ended up being, you know, bad. But it is parts of spiritual awakening that is not so fun, which I'm going to touch on briefly in a second here. I'm going to touch it on, on it briefly because it deserves its own episode itself because it's just it's just that broad like it deserves its own episode. It, 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 the, 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 the explanation that I'm going to give. It's just brief on this episode. It deserves an in-depth definition so people could fully understand what it is that they're dealing with, okay? But I started to feel alone. I started to feel like no one understood me. I would try to explain to, you know, people close to me what I was going through, what I was experiencing with the numbers, just like everything, like what had happened to me. It was just like, I would get looks like, okay, she done lost her mind. Or, you know, how somebody looking at you, pretending to be listening, but you could feel like they ain't really listening. They just look at it and eye and mm-hmm, yeah, okay. But I started to feel very alone. And as this spiritual journey went on, I can't, I can't necessarily, I'm not going to lie to kick it to y'all. I'm not even going to do it. This spiritual journey is lonely. It's lonely. You're going to realize that you can't vibe with everybody. You vibe higher than most folks. So when them negative Nancys come around, which is majority of the people, you're going to be like, nah, I can't do it. I would rather be alone than sit here and absorb this negative energy you know for most people don't get it twisted though you got a couple people that you might run across that you're like oh yeah we can we might can hang for a little while or whatever and i say a little while because as you you know 
grow more into your spirituality, you will notice that you start to develop certain types of gifts, which I mean, and you might notice that you are an empath, which meaning you can absorb the whole room feelings. How fun is that? You walk into a whole room and now you feeling everybody's emotions. You don't know if you want to laugh, cry, be happy, sad, sit down, stand up, run, walk, because you just feeling everybody else's feelings. You know what I mean? And another one is clairknowance. You just know shit. Like, you just know. It's hard for you to sit there and talk to people because you already you already know what the hell going on. And then it'd be real funny when somebody try to lie to you. You just look like, mm-hmm, I already know. Infinite knowledge is real. Infinite knowledge going to tell me everything I want to know. And th- thoughts travel, baby. It's all on the brainwave. It's all the frequency. So... You know, when that, that mind reading shit is really real if you really tap into it because thoughts travel. That's what I mean when I say thoughts travel. But yeah, so I was alone. I was alone. I'm still alone, really, but I'm, I'm more comfortable with it now because when I first started, I was just like, okay, I want to tell somebody. Maybe I can get some advice from other humans. Maybe I'm not the only one who's going through this. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe this, maybe that. But I ended up realizing that my circle, I was the only square in my circle. You know what I mean? I was really the only square in my circle. So I decided to isolate myself and do more research because like I said knowledge is infinite it's unlimited amounts of knowledge out here ask your brain to send you what you want to know and it definitely will you know it will lead the way lead the way so that's where this next stage come in because I isolated myself and I just started doing more research about I don't even know what about but I know I stumbled upon the history of my people I am a black woman I stumbled upon the history of my people and when I say history I mean the history that's deeper than a textbook slavery history I stumbled upon it and I was just so fascinated with it because I'm like wow I was never taught this and then I knew it was true because when you know something it's just like you know like you know you don't need another physical human to come up there and sit there and tell you, like, yeah, you're right. Like, oh, I know I'm right. Like, I know I'm right. <laughs> so it's like I was reading all this history, and I was feeling it as if I was my ancestors at that time, and I became angry. When I say I was pissed, I was upset. Like, damn, they really tricked me out my spot. They really tricked me off my seat. You know what I mean? Like, I was upset. Like, that was the next stage for me. Like, I was genuinely pissed the fuck off to the point where, I ain't gonna lie, I was holding grudges for a while. I was holding grudges. I didn't even understand at the time why I needed to know that information if it was gonna make me start looking at people different, making me start looking at people funny because I had no ill feelings towards anyone before, I mean, in that type of way, before I read up on that stuff. It just made me see things in a different light. And I was angry. It took me about a year to not feel angry anymore. And I just realized that I needed to know that information so I could understand 
the history, the real history, you know, so I could understand where we, and and it was important to understand because in that history, in that knowing, I had stumbled upon, you know, spiritual, what am I trying to say? I practice spirituality, African spirituality, and that's where, you know, the witchcraft come in, the voodoo, and all that, that people nowadays think is evil. Like, that's because we were taught that it's evil. If no one would have ever told you that it was evil, would you believe that it's evil? If no one ever would have told you that? Exactly, like, if no one would have ever told you that color blue was blue, would you would have thought it was blue? Someone had to tell you that was blue. Someone had to tell you that witchcraft and voodoo is evil. Don't get it twisted. It can be evil, but it's all about how you choose to use it. It's light and dark and yin and yang everywhere. It's all about which one you want to feed. You want to feed the light or you want to feed the dark. You got to just choose. So that was the next stage. I had became angry, baby. Like angry. Like, and that pushed me more into being isolated because I was still, look at me, trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to tell people shit. They don't want to listen. The real, true history. And they get to, nah, we were slaves. And yeah, at a point of time, but that's not all we were. Go deeper than that, baby. Before slaves was even, you know, before we were even slaves, go back. Go back to when we were giants out here. Come on now, read your history read the real history so i stop still to this day i don't even really like talking about it to people because they'll be like nah 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 just like when i tell people you know once upon a time way back in the day this earth was populated with nothing but women women can make babies with other women they be like oh you crazy nah they need a man they needed a man nah still to this day don't get it twisted. Women don't need a man. We're very capable of doing things on our own. We want a man. It's certain things that a man could give us that we necessarily can't give ourselves, but we can live without it. We can live without it. We want men, but we don't actually need them, like, to a certain extent. We don't, but... Oh, you can't tell people nothing. So you go ahead and let them continue living in a 3D reality, okay? Because you just cannot force anything upon anyone. And this stage, this is the last stage I'm going to discuss. Now, this is the one that's going to be in a later episode because it deserves its own episode. This stage is called the dark night of the soul now i know well maybe you have heard about spirituality maybe you know someone who practices spirituality and it is not all glitz and glam like it is made to be seen the dark night of the soul is responsible for that The dark night of the soul will have you in your room crying. You know, you're not going to want to eat, maybe. You're not going to want to talk to people. You probably don't want to listen to music. You probably don't want to do nothing. 
The dark night of the soul brings out your shadow side. The dark night of the soul brings out the, the side of you that needs healing. Healing ain't easy. Healing is not fun. But healing is necessary. It is necessary for your personal growth. It is necessary for your spiritual journey. You know, it is necessary to receive your blessings. You could be blocking your blessings by holding in resentment towards someone else. The dark night of the soul is going to force you to come face to face with that resentment. And it's going to make you go through that resentment. Feel those feelings. Figure out why you feel that way towards whatever or whoever. It's not an easy process, trust me. Because at any given moment, you have free will. You can flake out and go back to living, you know, in this 3D reality, being lost in the sauce. Or you could put your big, you know, you put your adult drawers on, your big girl panties on, and tough it out. Tough it out. Write that shit down. Sing about it if you got to. Dance about it. You know what I mean? Sit there and talk to yourself about it. Pray about it. Meditate on it. Do what you got to do to get through that. The dark night of the soul is going to bring out the side of you that you don't want nobody to know about. Maybe you did some dirty dog ass shit to somebody back in the day. And you thought you forgot about it. But no, your subconscious mind holds on to everything. Everything. And at this particular stage in the dark night of the soul because it comes and goes it don't come once and then you will never see it again no baby it comes and goes it comes and goes so that is the part of spirituality that's ugly you know it could get ugly it could get real ugly but I will say that the more you experience it, the more that you, you know, go through it, it will get easier. It will get easier to deal with. It will get easier to handle until, you know, you're completely free and at peace inside. Till you completely came to terms with your past. Until you know how to have a balance of that good and bad. Because you don't want to go out and create more karma for yourself. So next time that dark night of the soul come around, you sit, it hits you. Like, dang, I shouldn't have called that lady a fat bitch. Like, why did I do that? What part of me, what, 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 what part of me that, that, that does get some kind of satisfaction out of disrespecting people? Why do I disrespect people? What is it? Do I was it because I felt disrespected when I was a child? Like, did I did, did did they used to call me names in school? Like, what is it? It's gonna bring up some past hurt memories that, like, like I said, your subconscious tried to suppress. It's been some memories that came up in, in my dome that I thought I would never remember. And the reason why I say I thought I would never remember because shit, I'm an adult remembering things that as a child that happened that you know I it really I don't know I guess I needed to remember because I guess I really felt like it had no significance so I didn't remember it through my adulthood but baby this spirituality will pull shit out the nooks in the crannies for you to look at for you to observe 
So I'm going to leave it right there because Dark Knight of the Soul, it gets deep. It really gets deep. You know, it, it it's a broad topic and it's a lot of things that could come up in the Dark Knight of the Soul. And there is no specific time or place that it will come. It's going to come sneak up on your ass. You know what I mean? I done, I remember one time I was taking my daughter to the dentist and like, right, we, 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 we pulled up kind of early. So I'm sitting in the car. I got my phone. I'm researching. I don't know what I was doing on my phone. I think I was reading something, listening to something, but whatever it was, it hit me. I got to cry. I got to crying. I don't like crying in front of my kids, so I'm trying to hide my face. But eventually, I couldn't hide it, and I didn't care no more. I didn't care. I didn't care to the point where I walked in that dentist's office crying. People looking. It's amazing. Nobody asked me, was I okay? Nobody was like, you going to be okay? What's the matter, honey? Nobody offered a tissue or anything. Everybody just kind of let me sit there and cry, which it really didn't bother me too much. But I did take note of that. And I just took note, like, I'm going to be the person when I see somebody crying to offer a tissue to ask, is they okay? You know what I mean? That's what I learned from that lesson, that situation. That's what I learned from that. Like, I'm going to be that person who continue to spread the light in any kind of way. Spread the love in any kind of way. Love is the highest vibration of all. Put love into any situation and watch it get better. So, I'm going to end that there, family. (sighs) those were my stages of when I first became spiritually aware like I said before they are in no particular stage like this not stage one stage two stage three it may have happened that way because that's how my brain gave it to me but I'm not saying that it may happen for you that way you might get angry before you get along. You might have to cuss a couple motherfuckers out before you be like, all right, I need to go isolate myself and let me feel these feels alone so I won't cuss another motherfucker out. Like, that's how you might feel. So, you know what I mean? It's just... It's all... No one's journey is the same as another. Everybody was put here on this earth to do a certain thing that the other person will not be able to do. You know what I mean? Like, you can do it. They can't do it. Well, they they got something that they can do, and y'all probably could use your natural gifts and, to, and talents to combine them and create something way more beautiful. So just just imagine how boring it would be if we was all here doing the same thing. Mm? Remember the B movie? They was all doing the same stuff. Like, uh, okay. So, I'm going to end it here, family. Peace, love, and light. Spread the love. Spread the light. Continue to have a wonderful and blessed day.